Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Pierced Off Pod. I'm Danny, And I'm Jess, and we're the Pierced Sisters, your hosts, and today we are going to be talking about toxic friendships. Oh, it just <laughs> gets you, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it's such a triggering topic. It is. But... We're going to try and, um, you know, frame this discussion in a positive light. So if anything maybe is triggering for you, just try and figure out how to surround yourself with positive people and be like the most positive friend you can be. But also it's good to reflect on the things we've been through, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's eye-opening to hear about and to think about why you don't get as like a good feeling around certain people. Yeah, why you just get that little like, mmm, snake. <laughs> so true though okay well where do you want to start this discussion oh, i think it's probably a good place to start is just that it's natural to have friends that you've been friends with for a very very long time and you don't realize at first that they're actually not the right people around you or the right person for mm. you or the length of time in a friendship doesn't determine yes and i think i learned this very 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 well because like i was best friends with somebody for like nine or ten years and then we whoop we went different ways (laughs) we walked apart it was very toxic so it's good that it happened it was sort of a mutual parting actually yeah which doesn't always happen no and the thing that was unique about that situation i think was we sort of grew apart and i was very sentimental and I didn't want to let go of something that you know I thought maybe we just needed some years apart to not be best friends so I tried to rekindle it after about one to two years of sort of still being friends but not that close and then all of a sudden she was like bro I don't want to be a friend anymore (laughs) and I was like okay awesome thanks (laughs) cool and there's a lot of reasons for that i don't think i'll go into them in this video because we have a lot of other things to talk about and that will lead (laughs) us into a different discussion but i just think it was so interesting that i was trying to hold on and then like in her being like i don't want this for whatever reason that was i guess she probably saw me as not a beneficial friend and it's better for me (laughs) You know, it it worked out really well for myself, but I did not see it coming. No, and I think when other people make that decision for you, it's quite natural to be upset about it. It's Mm. quite natural to not want to let go and to not see the reason or the benefit behind you letting go. You know, it's it's basically a breakup. Yeah, right? Like, you're, Uh. you're grieving the loss of someone who's technically still there, but made a point to say that they don't want you in their life anymore and it's really hard pill to swallow but Mm. i think when you have that time to reflect and and come to terms when someone else has done it for you for whatever reason in hindsight in hindsight you can recognize like how you needed to maybe because things aren't always meant to be forever no (laughs) so the the fact that things end is natural a lot of the time and it helps you grow and get to the next stage yeah and just like we all change as people because everyone changes into different things all the time you can't always expect for you to always be compatible with the people that you once were compatible with especially friends because i think like friendships have less effort put into them than other relationships most of the time definitely and i mean for myself personally a lot of my friends in the past have been friends by association yeah exactly because who you go to school with and then it's who you go to uni with and it's who you work with it's who your partner's friends are or your siblings friends are yeah so you're just friends around like the people that you're around which is 
a good way to start because otherwise how do you meet anybody but yeah. I think the older you get right the more you get picky about who you surround yourself with and then it gets easier to cut off those toxic friends because you realize you can be friends with anybody that you want as long as they want to be friends with you yeah <laughs> and I think it's a really important fact to remember that if someone does like in your situation where it was like I don't want to be your friend anymore it doesn't say anything about you no and I think like uh, you know how you're saying it was like a breakup it was yeah. But it was, like, the breakup that happened, like, two years before. Yeah. And we were sort of still, like, were we on and off again for ages? <laughs> like, that kind of idea. And so it was sort of, like, when she was, like, no. Nah. My brain was, like, are you serious? I put up with all that, <laughs> all that for you. And then you are just, like, nah, man. Like, really? Really? Like, I should be the one that's leaving. <laughs> and I think a lot of people experience that in relationships as well definitely you know like when you when you try and you hold on for so long Mm. and you really like and then the other person's just like no and you've put up with so much it's just uh it was more of like a i just couldn't i was like bro yeah i know it's but there's part of it like the fact that that you get so worked up about it it just shows how toxic it was at the same time oh that that friend like that was the first toxic sort of friend thing i experienced because i was like i had a few close friends not a big group of friends when I was in like primary school and stuff like that and I remember this girl she would say stuff to me like she was the first person that introduced like body image to me we were Mm. like young like really young like uh, maybe like nine and we're in swimming in the pool and she goes you have the perfect bikini body and I was like I have the what I have I have a what I had no idea what she was talking about because at that age I was still just jumping in the pool to have fun and I wasn't worried about what I look like but from then on it was like the first little seed and I remember she would say stuff to me like hmm I love your hairy knuckles and like is that a deer or a compliment well the thing is that at that age I didn't understand like I she's saying I love it you know it's so like unique and like kind of gross but it's cute and I love it about you and she was doing it like like you're my best friend so I love your flaws but it was like a manipulation toxic thing and she was like a young girl like really young always curling her hair really cared about what she looked like and and I I was surrounding myself with her because we were friends for so long and it just it really like messed me up a little bit you know for sure I started shaving my knuckles (laughs) so embarrassing to admit and I don't even have like bad knuckles they're not even hairy like you can't even see the hair you can't see it like there's hair on there but you can't it's it's not like they're hairy and I shaved them (laughs) and then I remember people telling me you can't shave it it's gonna be worse and (laughs) and then I almost got my knuckles lasered I think I did once and then she was like why you have no hair I was like okay and so I think that there was a lot of toxicity in that friendship. Like, yeah. she wrote a song. Like, we wrote a song together once, like, as a fun little hobby thing. And my other friend who knew about this, she was like, bro, that was so... Like, I knew that was messed up when it happened. But she would say stuff like, I love your hair because it smells like crap. And, like, you, you, you suck. And it was all this, like, it was just so... Wow. And I feel like you grow up and it's like, call your friends, like, mean. And you're mean to them. And it's, like, cool to be mean to them. But that's just not who I am. And it doesn't no. make me feel good. People are telling me that I smell and like, <laughs> that I have hairy knuckles and that I suck. And, and like, it was just, like, so many underhanded compliments and digs. And it was, like, manipulation because it was sort of like a power play that, like, you've chosen to love me despite all this. Somebody else might not. Oh, that, it just <laughs> makes me so angry. 
It's like, I didn't even realize how bad it was. No. And, and, and at that age, you wouldn't. And that's not even the worst part about that whole... Oh, it frustrates me beyond belief. Yeah, and that's what I went through. Like, that's who I was just... What was normal. It was... She was my best friend for so long. And I... And so her being like, nah, you're not good enough for me was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Because I could have been trapped in that for so much longer. But then at the same 100%. time, I'm like, I should have had the the right to end that. <laughs> I know. At the same time, like, you probably wouldn't be at this point now. No. You wouldn't ha- have had so many revelations and stuff over it if you hadn't have gone through all yeah. the ups and downs of what a ridiculous, f- okay friendship that was deemed to be. Like, Yeah, and nobody knew, obviously. Like, because, no. you know, parents and, and siblings and other friends, they just see you playing together. They yeah. didn't see the things she was whispering in my... Or hear the things she was whispering in my ear or... Yeah. Or all that kind of and I know that like everyone has their own things that they go through and there was a lot of stuff probably that she had to deal with and it doesn't excuse her behavior but regardless of whatever's going on like I shouldn't have to put up with a relationship that's not healthy for me yeah 100% you know like not disregarding anybody like everyone's going through their own stuff but you have the right to remove yourself from any situation or relationship or friendship that isn't serving you 100%. I think that's obviously hard as a child while you're at school and even as a a teenager while you're at school, it's hard because you are still associating with those people and it's very clicky and childish even in high school. It is. um, Going through all of that. So as you get older and you start to realise that, like, I don't have any... (laughs) crazy stories like that personally no, um just not me. that i can recollect <laughs> maybe like, you just I mean, buried them yeah that, that suppressed is the trauma i think potentially hey oh, God. i mean i didn't i didn't have bad you a pretty terrible i did yeah to be honest look you've, you've dealt with a lot full. of terrible girlfriends yeah and i think that most <laughs> of it for you which it's hard, like, for you to come out and say because it always comes off wrong, but I, it is, it was jealousy. So much of it. Jealousy or, you know, I just, like... Yeah, I think a lot of it does always stem around jealousy. And, like, that story that you were telling. Like, she's putting that sort of stuff in your head because she's trying mm. to give you a false sense of hope because she's jealous. Do you know what I mean? Because you were just naturally perfect. <laughs> you know what? I'm not she, even mocking you right now, but do you know what I mean? Like, she just, <laughs> had to pick up the floors and my knuckles because I, the rest of me was perfect. No, she made fun of my eyebrows as well and that was like one of the last straws not that i ended it but it should have been the last straw (laughs) because don't pick on eyebrows (laughs) she she told me she would cut her eyebrow hair with toenail scissors like the parts that grew she wouldn't like pluck them she would just cut them really short and i was like cool you do you and then she makes fun of me (laughs) like bro i have i've had a pretty intense eyebrow journey but if she was my yes. friend, she should have been with me through the beginning. Yeah. I, think she, I think that's when I started, like, filling them in for the first time. And I remember I was one of the first people... Like, I started that... felt feels like I started that trend at both the schools that I went to. Yeah. Because in high school, girls aren't really doing that. You know, when we were no. in high school, it was just starting to be a trend in makeup. And I was filling in my eyebrows and she was like, oh, you have to fill yours in. And I was like, yes. And then she made me so insecure that one morning I forgot to fill them in and I made my mum drive me home so that I could fill my eyebrows in before I went to school. See, that's so toxic. It is so toxic. Thank you for ending the friendship when I tried to rekindle it. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, Thank you kind next. of a nice usually. <laughs> but how much of a good feeling is it when you're like, you know what? Thank you for all the terrible stuff you put me through mm. and making me realise that, you know what? I'm so much better off without you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
the thing is, it was rough, but I feel like I forget that it was that bad. It was bad because I was young as well. Yes. But, like, I moved schools Mm. when I was 16, and there was way, way, way more toxic people at that next school, or at least that I noticed. Mm. And I think maybe part of it was coming in as a 16-year-old girl and trying to join a new cohort. Yeah. But, like, bro, like, what I went through with that first friend was nothing compared to what I went through with so many people. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I think it's something that (sighs) just never ends. Yeah, and, like, something that boils my blood is that when I moved schools, there was two people that I knew already at that school that kind of encouraged me to go, and we were like, yeah, like, we'll all be friends, blah, blah, blah. And then one of them, I got there, and it was like, she didn't want to know me, and I was like, cool, cool. And then she started a rumor about me that I was a lesbian and told all the people at my previous school, and that's how I found out, because they all asked me, and I was like, well, it's not an insult. Like, I don't know, like, what are you trying to yeah. hurt me? I mean... I went to religious schools, so it was trying to be harmful, but I wasn't upset about it, but I was just like, no. And then I found out who, like, started the rumor, and I was just like, why? Why, why, why? (laughs) I called, we called, like, each other on the phone, and she was like, you should so come. And then I went to the school, and then she started all these rumors, and I don't know why, and then this other girl that I knew, we were friends, and then I remember, like, she just started to turn nasty with the people she was hanging out with, and one time I was going to sport, and she texted me, hey, Jess, I just saw you from the bus walking to volleyball, you have a camel toe, ha ha ha, we all laughed at you, and I just ignored the message played volleyball and then she came up to me she's like hi hey jess with all her friends like all these people that was so nasty and she was like did you see my text i was like no what text she's like oh i was like what was it she was like nothing and i was like okay bye (laughs) so she couldn't say it to your face no and i wish i had a i don't know how i would have handled the situation differently now like part of me wishes i I you literally called her out on it yeah without like without directly realizing it without her realizing yeah i don't know but it was just so like was it, is this toxic friends or just mean people? <laughs> Both. All of the above. But I don't know oh. when, like, when it became uncool to be kind. I know. And I was, like, we are very, like, I am, I struggled in high school going from that where you make fun of people and it's funny. You know that, that humor? Yeah. Sometimes it comes off fine. Sometimes it is funny. I am not like that. I found no. that at that school, there was a lot of times when I had to be like that. And, and I never felt good at the end of the day. Just no. because it's not what I find funny. It's not my humor. So if it's not done by somebody that I know genuinely cares about me, like, I don't like it. Because a lot of the time, it's actually just a disguised insulting. That's right. You know? And we were raised to be kind. Mm, exactly. We've always been kind. We're not... It's like you don't say mean things things Things, like about people behind their back I had a lot of issues um a lot of issues at that school and I part of the reason that I moved was because I wanted to change my image Mm. you know so I was like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be able to be friends with so many more people and and re be who I wanted to be rather than who I felt like I was pigeonholed as yeah and oh I just I had no idea who I was and maybe that's one of the reasons that I got manipulated so easy I don't know. Yeah, it is possible. But, like, I just joined this group of girls that I was like, this is who I thought that I should be friends with. And they were just all so mean. Like, they would all go to lunch somewhere else and tell everyone but me. And I would sit there and just wait and then nobody would come. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) I just, I don't understand why people are so mean. And then from that, like, I made a couple of really, like, good friends during high school. A few of them I still consider very good friends. And, like, 
they kind of came and you know, I realized they were the people that actually would hang out with me and be nice. And then, you know, I ended up ended up leaving that group of girls because they were so toxic and mean. And I just, I can't believe that. They're like, yeah, you know, hang out with us. And I think it was because... It was Jealousy. Like, I'm going to put that there. Jealousy. <laughs> it was like, she thinks she has the right to just, like, sit with us without being invited. What? Bro, I did not realize I was dealing with Regina George. Yeah, I didn't realize you were in the the movie of Mean Girls. No, what? My goodness. It was so bad. And, and like, at first, I mean, I was trying so hard to be friends, and one of the girls was like, you know, like, join the soccer team with me. I don't want to be alone. You play. I barely play it. And I was like, well, I can't. Like, okay. And I would sit on the bus with her, and she would call her boyfriend the entire way there, and then call me, like, you bish. You know, like, <laughs> you know, that's what she would call everybody. And I was, I didn't swear really then. So I was right. so out of my comfort zone. I didn't know how to say it. And I didn't have any friends. And she would just leave me and talk to her boyfriend. I would just sit with all these girls I didn't know that were in different year groups to me and be completely alone. I just wish I could go back and tell like young Jess and be like, just don't even talk to those girls. <laughs> the more that you ignore them, the more it's going to eat at them and yeah. they want you to give them attention. And then, you know, just do your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. I mean, hindsight is a <sighs> wonderful thing. Yeah. And the growth and everything that you got out of that terrible experience, <laughs> as much as it really sucks and it's not fair and, and it's, like really upsetting to hear it's like you are such a beautiful person and you are who you are today because of it and that's a testament to you do you know what I mean like how strong you are and you know because a lot of people would just keep going along they keep going back to these people and seek validation from them and it's like when you realize it was like you know I don't need them yeah I mean and I did seek validation for in hindsight far too long (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all natural too. Everyone but wants to be accepted and liked by everyone. It is good that I did end up yeah. sort of moving on. And I was very forced to because otherwise I would just be alone. And, and it, I could only be hum- humiliated for so long. Yeah. I was done being treated like trash. Yeah. And so I, I made some good friends and it was really good. And then people sort of started to like me because I started to care less. But then I also didn't care about them liking me because of all that. Yeah. But I think as much as the experience really sucked and I had I have a lot of horror stories from that school yeah I think that it pierced the bubble of like life is fair yeah and not in like a terrible like doomsday whatever but like in the sense that like life is just life people have opinions not everyone is gonna like you and it taught me a lot of good lessons to learn before I went to uni I think it really woke me up into the real world before so it was less of a rude shock later. And I, I think at that age, at like 16, 17, it's really hard to learn all those lessons because yeah. you're still trying to figure out who you are. And a lot of it became very toxic and I had a lot of issues yeah. to deal with from that. But it did, in the long run, make me a more compassionate person, a better friend, better to myself. Yeah. And I just think, like, I learned so much. And so I think, in hindsight, it was good, but it also really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I knew that stuff without going through it, but that's not how that's life works. So, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately not, no. Oh, there's just it's so like much I don't understand. Believe, right? Yeah. I can't, oh, I cannot even... And there's, like, stories that I've literally blocked out. and Of course there are. But it, it just astounds me that, you know, I can guarantee that that group of girls will look at th- themselves in the mirror and be like, I'm a... 
I'm a really nice, good person. Like, yeah. I'm loving, kind, and fair to everyone. It's like, well, maybe you are now. But you weren't. But you weren't. Because you treated me... And th- they treated other people way worse as yeah. well. And that was one of the reasons I also removed myself. Because it was like, you're just terrible people. At least at that point in time, they were just all so yeah. nasty and everyone's gone through their own thing. But that doesn't give you the right to be nasty. No. And I never started a rumor about anybody. No. I never said anything mean like to someone like to hurt them you know everyone vents yeah. everyone but i would vent to you yeah somebody that i can trust stays in our circle it's an emotional release yeah rather than an attack on somebody That's and there's right. a very clear distinction and i just think like i don't know it's it, it was just so oh, nasty <laughs> yeah i just i can't I just, I can't. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I do so much. Like, uh, I think one thing I do want to bring up is that a different form of toxic friendship, mm-hmm. because we've talked very much about, very obviously, just people being awful. Yes. But um, I also had an experience that, like, there was a girl that I was friends with, and she had very low self-esteem, and she would bring me down with her. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Yes. Um, we would be at a party or something, a, a pool party I remember we were actually at a pool party and she was like oh Jess like look how amazing like XYZ looks they all look so good they all look so hot look at us we look so terrible we look so fat we look so ugly compared to them and I was like I was this person was somebody that I was friends with for a while because because except for that they they seemed like a genuinely pretty okay person and so we were friends but like I had to end that friendship because of that I yeah. couldn't deal with being put down and I used to like I ended up getting to the point where I was like I don't think I'm fat like you're not fat <laughs> I don't think I'm ugly like you're not ugly I know but it's like like trying to say that to somebody that's like like she yeah. was like I think like we're so fat and I had to be like like no we're not but I don't think I'm fat like stop yeah. stop bringing me into your equation yeah. why why and I think it was not like trying to bring me down no it was just she was she didn't want to be there alone yes and she she wanted to get that attention and like like sympathy and d- 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 togetherness in the sadness and yeah i don't know like maybe bond through it and i think oh it was that was pretty toxic i just think it was like so like it can come up in so many different ways yes. because if i didn't recognize that that isn't how i thought of myself it would be very easy for me to start thinking yeah. oh my god we are so fat like i am so ugly like compared to all the other girls and like I used to be like oh like X like looks so good and she'd be like yeah we look so terrible I'm like no I don't need to to think that I look bad for somebody else to look good yeah you know that was so toxic for me yeah because I stayed in that friendship for so long because I was surrounded by so many terrible people (laughs) but she was one of the good ones yeah I mean like and at first she might have been yeah do you know what I mean and I think that's like where I was kind of at at the beginning like just because like you meet someone and at face value at first they are they're great that's fine that's why you become friends obviously there's going to be something there for the friendship to start but uh, over time you realize as you get to know people as you discover yourself and and you go on with your life and your journey and they go on with theirs that you realize that you know what whether you drift apart because you are on different paths and your values and your morals don't line up anymore or whether it's because you realize that you don't like I you don't intentionally know. End yeah it? you intentionally end it you know what I mean there's a difference between like you guys just drifting apart um and then not being like it 
a deliberate like separation and that doesn't that drift apart doesn't necessarily mean that there was a toxic friendship um it can be Mm -hmm. because definitely happened in my yeah it's happening in my world as well um probably a little bit harder to put into words but you know like there are people that i've recognized as toxic for me and i have made that clear separation and it is hard at first yeah there's no denying it but and like just because you've somebody was good at the beginning yeah doesn't mean that they are still a beneficial friendship later on because of the drifting apart the going in different directions the intentional changing that's right maybe it's it's the same but you just recognize that it's not good for you anymore that's right and at at that point whether you make the call whether they make the call whether it's mutual it doesn't mean that necessarily either one of you are bad people. No. And you don't have to be mean to them either. No. <laughs> you, just, you just go from being friends to acquaintances. acquaintances. Yeah. You can still support one another in their, like, ventures and you can still... You know what? Like, there are people that I've recognized as toxic and at the end of the day, I would still have their back. Yes. But then there's also people that I, for my <laughs> own mental health, have completely... Yes. ...needed to cut, cut. from my life. Yes. And, and I... I can't, I can't cross that line no. because of how it would be detrimental. Mental, so it's yeah. like it's very, and there's nothing wrong with that either. No, there isn't. And and I guess the whole point is that like you should feel like if something isn't serving you, you don't have to explain to anybody no. why that isn't serving you anymore, yeah. and you have the right to do what's best for you. Yeah. And I mean, if you just completely cut someone out, give them no explanation, like that might, yeah, you know, you might, you might get, it some, might hurt them, yeah, and, and people might talk or whatever, and that's something you have to be prepared to face. Mm. But at the end of the day, like, just try to be kind. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in you, you can cut people out and not be nasty. Yes, you just, you just slowly stop associating, or you, you can tell someone hey, this isn't really working for me anymore, I need some distance, or you can do it slowly. But just, I I've, have always tried to, if something doesn't work for me and I don't get along with a person, I don't spread that to other people. No. Because I don't want to affect somebody else's relationship with that person yeah. because I don't think that's fair. Like, I mean, you, I would tell you. Yeah, but or that's like different. Somebody, yeah. but like, like, when I was at school, this was even me, like, I wouldn't tell, like, one of my other friends about that person and what they did to me in a, an attempt to like stop them being friends because no. it's not your place to get into other people's relationships just do what's healthiest for you yeah you know and it's not selfish no it's not i think that's a really important part and i think that if it if you are making that decision for yourself and you are communicating that to the other to your friend and they don't take it well they will or they can put guilt on you. They can make you feel mm-hmm. bad. They can turn nasty. Yeah, because, because people don't hurt. like to not be... Yeah, they hurt. Yeah. People don't like to not be chosen or to not be liked. Yeah. And I think that happens in relationships a lot too. It's just... And that's like you have to go in knowing that. You know, 100%. be prepared for that. And a lot of the time it's a fear of response or a, you know, like mm. power control or anything. And a lot of people... Everyone's dealing with their own stuff. Yes. And and you you should go in understanding that, but not needing to fix anybody, <laughs> yeah, or anything. Just I I don't know. I think it's it was so hard for me to learn that you can just remove yourself from things, and it's so hard when you're friends by association. Yes, that that is very true. When you're friends by association, it's a little bit harder. You can still remove yourself to a certain extent, though. Mm, you don't I mean, have to I live do. in each other's <laughs> pockets. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's a difference. Yeah. Um, but I do think that 
you and, and you learn this as you grow up and as you become an adult and you learn and you you know find figure out who you are as an individual that you can and you have the power of who you surround yourself with and it's a very important point that like you are most like the what is it five people yeah, you the surround top five people that yeah. you spend the most time with exactly so you know what be picky <laughs> i i wish i knew at an early age that i could just end yeah. friendships and it was really hard it's really hard to end it friendships is. because at the time especially if they're your high school friends you never know if you go like when are you going to make the next ones yeah but there are always more people out there to be friends with yeah there's people that are compatible with you and it's just important to choose yourself and be picky with your friends and just treat everybody with kindness yes it's cool to be kind (laughs) that was so cheesy (laughs) it is cool to be kind i don't know i didn't think people needed to hear that anymore but it's true they do it is true talking about this showed me that it's true yes well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, I could talk for so long on this. I'll have to do like a part two or something. I think so, maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd love to hear your feedback. Yes, you can find us on Instagram at pierced and we are pierced off. And you can also find us personally at danny.pierced and just.pierced. But yeah, we can't wait to chat with you next week. Catch ya! Catch ya!